told you so. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I told you so. Welcome, welcome to the seventh edition of the Ha Ha Told You So podcast. Ha Ha, I'm your boy Ron C. What's happening, y'all? What's happening? And I am your boy L.E.S. Two sports guys, two regular guys here to bring you our opinions, our versions, our knowledge. Speak on it, Les. Of sports in general. Having fun with what we got going on. Exactly. You know, it's... It's one of these things is our show is brand new, Ron, and we're, you know, uh, building from the bottom. It, you know, it, it feels so good to be able to have a platform that we're building and, you know, with the mindset that this can become something bigger than us. Exactly, exactly. I feel just what you're saying, you know, and it's something we just decided we do and have fun with it as it take off. You know, you guys enjoy what we're doing and we get better at what we're doing. You know, it might lead us to something, you know. Some interviews somewhere that you guys want us to make happen. So, you know, keep giving us support. Keep giving us that information that we need to make us grow. And uh, we're going to keep doing what we're going to do to get better and make it sound better for you guys. Exactly. And as we make it sound better for you guys, you know, we're going to start talking about right now, Ron, this Hall of Fame that just happened today. I know the Hall of Fame ceremony happened a day or two ago. But today, actually about two hours ago, Ron. Mm-hmm. Terrell Owens just got inducted in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Two. T.O. What's up, two? Get your popcorn ready. <laughs> get your popcorn ready, T.O. Hey, I, I, hey, I, I, T.O. deserves to get in. And, 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 and I just feel the way, if you have the opportunity to do it the way you want to do it, and I know Canton, Ohio is, is big for every member that has ever gone into the Hall of Fame. Just that atmosphere, that aura to be in Canton and inducted in that brotherhood and that, you know, that's something that when you play football, that you, you start out, you dream of that moment, that your career leads to that moment, you know, and not to be there, that's that's something you really had to 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 make a decision upon you really had to say this is not me you know and 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 for that being what he decided not to go there you know props to two and and for everybody that's you know in 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 tennessee that that you know that's at the function more props to him you know exactly you know it's it's one of those things where you know i sit up there and i said to myself around like would you go or would you not go you know because this everything is based on how he feels, you know. Right. I mean, we, you know, everybody had their reasons for why. Right. You know, why you ain't going to the party? Right. I, right. I don't want to go. You know. Uh, you don't like them? No, I, I, I just don't want to. And some everybody had their reasons. Right. And T.O.'s reason, you know, like I said, I can't knock it. Uh huh. You know, I was listening to Tony Dungy, and he was saying, you know, one thing I think T.O.'s would miss is the new friendships he would make. He said there are some guys I would never 
speak to, I would never have talked to, you know, just out of the blue. I, you know, give, let me give, you know, Ray a call. Or let me give, but he said he formed friendships from that class that he was inducted in. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's it's another another part of life, uh-huh. a new life for him. And so I think that's, you know, you know, based on his decision, I think, listen to Tony Junji, I'm like, you know, yeah, I can, I can feel him from that. But on the T.O. side, you did bring it for the people of Chattanooga. It's at home. That is something that those local town uh, residents have a chance to be a part of. So right. they'll remember that memory for the rest of their life. And who knows what new friends they develop, exactly. right? Exactly. So, you know, you flip the side of it. And then just going on with T.O., uh, he also gave uh, shots out to uh, props, uh, however you want to call it, to Jerry Rice. He said, you were an inspiration beyond my expectations. You were hands down the best receiver in the game. This is for you. Way to go, T.O. Exactly. So I got to get T.O. that, you know, because the past few days, the talk has been, um, it's been a lot of tweets mm-hmm. with with the Randy Moss, you know, the, the I'm the GOAT, you know, the greatest of all time type. Okay. And, you know, it's been a big debate on Twitter, Bleacher, or however you want to say it, but you know, you look at Randy Moss, in my opinion, and Jerry Rice. Randy Moss, Randy Moss was like, like the the Spider Man, the you know the freak of nature receiver. But when you just look at the wide receiver position, consistently every down, in and out, every play, in and out, every minute of the game, in and out, he was on the field. The greatest is is Jerry Rice. Right. I think their numbers kind of averaged out at the end of the at the end of their careers. They both deserve to be in. And th- when you look at their numbers, it's like they're equal in in all categories. They're they are equal, and they all second or third to Jerry Rice. You know, between mm-hmm. the three of them, I think uh, uh, when you look at the way their career started, I think Randy Moss at the first few years of his career had chances on catching this Jerry Rice or the talk of he might catch Jerry Rice records. He stay healthy. He, you know, competes like this through the rest of his career, 12 more years, you know, it didn't pan out to be like that, you know, so it's really hard for any wide receiver to catch Jerry Rice records, you know, because Jerry stayed healthy along the way. Also, um, I think T.O. came on later to match uh, um, Randy's numbers, you know, and and I think they both deserve to be in. So as far as who was better and who was who who's not, I think T.O.'s latter career was better than Randy's latter career based upon what you did the first four years of five years of your career. Who's the greatest of all time at the wide receiver position? Jerry Rice. Okay. I just, I just want, yeah, they're, they're, I want, yeah, I want yeah. to make sure you on record yeah. saying yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, okay. yeah. Until until I find somebody that <laughs> can really do it. Exactly. I've, I've, seen, I've, I've seen a lot of, you know, uh, uh, potential wide receivers. Mm. All these can, if they stay healthy, if they stay healthy, you know, the first year they beat Jerry's numbers, or are they the best rookie, or the first three years they knocked out these numbers. But along the way of their career, it, your Isaac Bruce's, your, all those guys that it never really got to that point. You know what I mean? Exactly. So that's, you know, that's that was a little quick coverage that happened you know, prior to us uh, starting our rec- uh, recording of the podcast. And just the same, another last quick thing, Sony Michelle, one of our favorite players from Georgia, had a minor procedure, um, hurt his knee throughout this uh, in, in training camp these past few days. So we'll kind of keep our eye on that because we have him as an impact player as we 
said on our last podcast. Okay. Now, let's get it started. NFC North. Okay. Predictions as we did last week. We did AFC North and AFC East. Picking up where we left off. Yes, sir. So we're going to do the NFC North and the NFC East. Okay. Let's start with the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears last year were 5-11. What do you have them this year at, Ryan? Trubinsky, right? Mitch Trubinsky. Okay. I got them falling last... Follow uh, uh, further. Yeah, from five and eleven to three and thirteen. To three and thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Talk I, to me. Talk to me. Well, I'm gonna just give you the wins that I I have them winning, and okay. then you can tell me ask me of the losses that I might have them losing to. But I got them winning. Uh, I got them winning week two at uh, when Seattle comes. Interesting. I got them winning that too. I got them winning uh, when Tampa Bay comes week four. Okay. I got them winning when the Jets come. Okay. In October, I have them losing the rest of their games in the in the football. Rebuild season again. Exactly. So from five eleven to three and twelve. Yeah, me, yeah. Uh, three and thirteen. Yeah, and 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 give me some additions or what what have the Bears done to to okay to, so to, to so the, Bear, the Bears from the uh, free agents uh, standpoint uh-huh. they picked up Sam Acho the linebacker. Okay. Uh, Prince. Uh, you know, a DB Amar uh, Kamil, Amaru Kamara. Okay, you know, um, Chase Daniel, you know, backup quarterback, Trey Burton, Kyle Fuller, Taylor Gabriel, a guy who you used to be fond of in the fantasy world. Okay. Uh, but the biggest free agent they picked up was Allen Robinson. So. Their running back position is still. Well, they were solid last year. You okay. know, they had the two, but, you know, and also they have Matt uh, Nagy, the new coach, who was under the. Uh, um, the coach in uh Andy uh Andy Reed out of uh KC's coach. He's from that uh family tree, that coaching tree. So th- you know, the the talk around town is they're gonna have this new aged offense, you know, uh, um more almost like a not a running gun, but you know, the the read option type offense and right. so forth. Uh, but at three and thirteen, that's interesting, Ron, because I have the Chicago Bears going five and eleven this year. Excuse me, take that back. Six and ten. Six and ten. Six and ten. I I, I watched Mitch Trubisky last year against my 49ers, and he played better than I thought he did. You know what? Capable of. Let's put it like that. Mitch Trubisky looks like he can play football. And with with that being said, I came to the six and ten with the loss at the Green Bay Packers, the win at the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the loss at the Cardinals, the win at the Bucks, like you had, lost to the Dolphins, win actually versus the New England Patriots at home, losing to the uh, Jets, and actually I take that back, five and eleven. I said six and ten. The flip game to me was the Jets. Okay. And then uh, lost to the Bills. Uh, they'll beat uh, the Lions. They'll beat the Green Bay Packers. That'll put them at five wins right there. I think that. As much as I like Mitch Trubisky, as far as I see that he has the capability of, of being a solid NFL quarterback, uh-huh. he's not scary. He he, throw, he throws the ball. Uh, Allen Robinson is a great target. Matt Nagy might be like you know uh, the new the Shanahan and the uh, St. Louis Rams, excuse me, the uh, L.A. Rams coach, um, you know, with that mindset. But I think as a complete team. They still have some years to go. At least next year, get a few more players. Now the Sam Ochoa pickup 
and the, uh, the Prince pickup might help on the back end, you know, especially in that four, uh, three defense that they were three, four defenses they run over there with the former 49er defensive coordinator. Uh, but at the same time, I have them at five and 11, you know, playing hard every game, playing hard every game. That's one thing I think you will see. Okay. okay. You will see a hard playing Chicago Bear team. I'm just curious, uh, what do you have them in that Niner game? Oh, of course a loss. Of course a loss? Okay. Well, yeah, exactly. I have them at a loss. And then when I look at them, excuse me, hmm? I look at them right here. That's a, a 405 game, San Francisco. We beat them in, uh, in Chicago. I say we because I'm a Niner fan. We beat the uh, Bears in Chicago last year. It's just one of those things. I think Jimmy will, G will always own. The Bears, because that's where he's from. Right, right. You know, just one of those things, you know. Uh, at one time, you know, uh, you have your your, your uh, quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers comes back, you know, to the Bay. will always beat the Niners. But now, new, you know, in the past, in a sense, you know, or your Tom Brady. So, I see it like that. And I ain't going to waste too much time so on So, you Chicago. got them improving in one game. Actually, I got them tying. T- 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 I had to check myself. They're 5-11 okay. and 11 again. Okay. So, let's keep it. Let's keep let's With 5-11, and 11, there's nothing much to discuss. It is what it is. But I think we can go straight to those Detroit Lions right now. Okay, okay. Detroit, Where were they record last year? Nine and seven. Nine and seven? Nine and seven. They they've added some um some players this year as well. They um LeGarrette Blunt. Great player, solid player, Super Bowl champion player. And and after that, that's where it stops. But they have a new coach in Matt Patricia. From New England Patriots. So okay. defensive minded. Defense. There okay. we go. Exactly. So I think he's gonna bring that rah rah. You okay. know that. Okay. Uh, you know he's a rah rah. You know tough guy. I think you gonna see a lot of spit flying out of his mouth. Okay. Type, Tom Sula. You know, Tom Sula. <laughs> so, well, I was thinking more of Cower. Okay. I, you know, okay. spit from Cower from spit from Tom Sula is different. <laughs> I think you know one of them won't get their point across. Okay. Right? Okay. Who? What do you have Detroit finishing? I got a Detroit. You said they were nine and seven they last nine year. And seven, yes. I got them at nine and seven this year also. Repeat. Repeat of last year's uh, 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 schedule. Last year's uh, win loss record. Just that's the Detroit Lions. That's what they bring. They bring nine and sevens to the to the table. That's that's them. And I don't see, I think that's Matt Stafford kind of football, you uh-huh. know, find a way to lose some games, find a way to win some games, you know, and they win one more than they could have gone over 500. I have them at seven and nine. Hmm. So, you know, it's the give or take the two. Eight losses. and eight. Exactly. Coin flip. And, and here's <laughs> the thing about the Detroit Lions. What was that? You know, every team is as good as their quarterback. I think that's, I mean, I don't get me wrong. You can have a, okay, you have uh, Aaron Rodgers and everybody can say well, I, I just um, challenge you to what I just said. You know they're good as their quarterback. I think the uh, the Packers last year were seven and nine, but their quarterback play can keep them in the game if he's healthy to any second of the game. What a what a poor team. Okay. You you get those pieces back with a good quarterback or a solid quarterback. You get those wins and and, and that's the finishing touches to put you over the hump. Matt Stafford has always been that quarterback, though, that can just play some good games. Mm-hmm. You know, but just as good as his game was last Sunday, it was forgettable this Sunday. Meaning, 
there's never a level of consistency consistency of of high all pro play from Matt Stafford. Right. Gunslinger. Mm-hmm. But your gunslingers, you look at them over the years. Good football, fun football, you know, interesting, interesting football. But they don't do nothing when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's Philip Rivers, gunslinger. Three hundred. Oh yeah, three hundred yards passing. What did he do? Right. It's Matt Stafford, three hundred yards passing in a thirty-five to thirty-one loss. Right. You know, so with them, unless Matt Patricia just makes this defense like if, if that's what that's the specialty. So if he can make this Detroit defense different, then they can prove me wrong. And and I think first year when it comes to defense, it's it's you just play like you say a part of your coach is raw, you know, right, because right. you really don't know the system, you don't really have a feel for, you know, just movement or flow through the system. So you really plan on your coach's raw raw, you know what exactly. I'm saying? So it, like you say, if he can change that where they play harder. Not necessarily their scheme of things being effective as as it can be, but just the fact that they will play harder than they played the previous years, you know, under their coach that he had before. Maybe they just wasn't playing tough enough or hard enough, you know, and giving it all on the football field while they was losing, you know, 35 to 31, you know what I mean? And, And Stanford was getting those numbers, you know, maybe these coach will give them a chance to just play harder. So it can be, you know, 31 to 28, 31, 24. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So that that that's what I see coming out of out of, out of Detroit if they're going to even get to that 9 and 7, you know that I'm talking about or they can easily be 8 and 8 because that's what they they tend to bring to the season, 8 and 8. And and it goes back like you said, Stafford, you know, that you're as good as your 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 quarterback and and that that's what Stafford brings. He brings some big old games and some. Sometimes he gets sacked three and four times, but in, in a game. But I see him eight and eight, nine and seven. You yeah. know, it's it's interesting you were saying what about the coaches uh-huh. as well, because Jim Caldwell was the coach before, exactly. and he had no emotion. Exactly, he had a a, a face of I got a boo or something. <laughs> I don't know. He, he just had a face that. Like, Jim, say something, do something. Right. But he had that same face when Peyton was there. Right, right. You know? I, know, I know what face is. And, and that saying. face yeah. expression, unless you're just like Socrates, a genius, you know, when you touch, everything you touch turns to gold type dude. Right. No one respects that, in my opinion. I feel you. They don't acknowledge you as the head. Right. Because everything you do is silent. Go different example. Tony Dungy, quiet guy, right? Right. But what comes out, whatever comes out of Tony Dungy's mouth, is sacred, right? right? So that's his effect. But Jim Caldwell, what comes out of his mouth, right? right. And I, and, and I think that's you know you look at the Detroit Lions of the past. Now Matt Matricia might get him on the rah rah, and like I said, it's not going to be necessarily Matt Stafford. His defense has to be on the level of the Jacksonville Jaguars were, the level that they were last year, for them to like take a next step. Because if they're not on that level, uh-huh. it's not the offense that's going to uh, that's going to bring them to that level. You, the offense is as good as their quarterback, as we said. So I have them at seven and nine. Uh, those nine losses I have is the Niners, the Patriots, the Cowboys, the Dolphins, the Vikings, the Bears, the Rams, the Bills, and the Packers. 
So, you know, it's, it's essentially right then and there, you know, Detroit Lions fans, until you guys get a defense, you're going to be right there in that, that 500 mark. This year, you know, 7 and 9, you're going to get the 12th pick in the draft. <laughs> 11th to 12th pick in the draft. You know, so I mean, we I can we 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 can keep beating up that subject, but we or beating up the lines, but y'all know what they're about. It's nothing new. <laughs> let's go to the next team in the NFC North, right? What are we talking about? Let's do the let's do the Packers first before we do the uh, oh, the defending okay. NFC uh the defending NFC North champions. Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. What were they record last year? The Green Bay Packers were 7-9. and nine. Injury to Rodgers. Injury to Rodgers. Dom Capers defense that is, you know, got played out. And uh, I'm pretty sure he's no longer there this year. Okay. No Jordy Nelson this year. No Jordy Nelson. Okay. Drafted tons of wide receivers, at least three of them. Okay. What's their uh, dra- uh, uh, free agent pickup this year? Their free agent pickups are Jimmy Graham. Okay. That's right. Muhammad Wilkerson and Tremont Williams. Okay. Okay. Jimmy Graham. They got a tight end. Okay. Green Bay Packers. I got the Green Bay Packers going twelve and four this year. Twelve and four. Twelve and four. And now, 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 twelve and four. Before you go and break that down, twelve and four. They have a winning quarterback. Yes. So I guess these other pieces are gonna give them twelve and four. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I got I, I got Green Bay Packers going twelve and four. I got them losing at Detroit week five. They're four and zero until they lose to Detroit week five. They come from a bye week, lose to the Rams. And lose to New England. Back to back. Then they lose at Minnesota. I got to win in every other game. They're winning Detroit. They're winning the Jets. They're winning the Bears. They'll beat the Falcons. They'll beat the Cardinals. They'll beat the Seahawks. They'll beat the Niners. They'll beat Buffalo. They'll beat the Vikings one time. And they'll beat the Bears. Okay. I concur. Not. I have my 10 and 6. 10 and 6? 10 and 6. They'll beat the Bears. They'll beat the Vikings. They'll beat the Skins at Washington. They will beat the Bills. They will lose to Detroit. Okay, I got that one. They will lose to the Niners. They will go on a bye week and and see they host the Niners. This is one they should have won, but they lose. They go on a bye week, regroup, and go win that one on the road at the Rams. Okay, switch those. Come back and lose to them Patriots. Okay. Tom Brady, ball out. Beat the Dolphins. Go to Seattle, win. Okay. Got two NFC West wins, road wins right there. Okay. Uh, then they come back, host the Cardinals, win. Host the Falcons, win. All right, division game, Bears, they should win. What'd Took them for at, granted. What'd you have them at that Minnesota game? November 25th? Uh, uh, a loss at Minnesota. Excuse okay. me, I skipped that. I'm sorry. Minnesota, they lose at Minnesota. You know, whoa, wake up some. You know, okay. Because they win two in a row before that. They went two in a row after that. Then they go to the Bears. Division game. Sleeping on the Bears. You know, Mitch Trubisky. Go ahead and get that win, Mitch. That's the one. You're giving Chicago one of those wins. I'm giving okay, Chicago no one of those you wins. Had Chicago there we go. Giving extra wins. And, okay. then they, and then they go ahead and finish out at the Jets in, uh, in Detroit and end up with a 10-6 and six record. Wow. Wow. So that's where you, 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 you think they're sleeping on the Bears. Okay. I, no, think. I think the Bears is going to be competitive enough. The Bears is going to look like... <clears throat> The Niners, I think, at the end of last year. I can I can switch that that Rams new uh, 49ers. I I can wish that anyway. You know, you took the 
you took the loss to the uh, um, 49ers and it gave them the win against the Rams. I gave them the loss to the to the the win to the 49ers and the loss to the Rams for Green Bay. But that's an, I I wish it would it could be opposite, but uh, that kind of evens out. I'm just curious. Uh, other than the Chicago Bears, what other team did you actually think they was going to lose to that they shouldn't? They shouldn't? Maybe the 49ers won, but by this time, I think the 49ers is ready for that well, prime the 49ers time. 49ers and Rams, I switched that one. What did you have? You had them winning in Seattle, right? I have them uh, losing in Seattle. Okay, there we go. So, no, take that back. I have them winning in Seattle. Oh, yeah, you have them winning in Seattle. It's the Patriots they'll lose to. They'll go to Detroit and lose. They'll mm-hmm. lose to those Niners. They will uh, lose to the uh, Bears. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So I have them at one, two, three, four, five. Take that back. I have them at eleven and five. Okay. 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 There we go. It's closer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, okay. I, I, I don't have Bears a, game. I, yeah, it's the Bears game. Okay. You know, I have a typo right there. I have a typo right there. It's okay. The Bears game. So they're eleven and five. Okay. Okay. I can roll with that. You roll with eleven and five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So. Packers at eleven and five, right? Now you got them at eleven and five. I got them at twelve and four. Exactly. So now it comes back to the ones who want the team that won the NFC North division, the Vikings, okay. thirteen and three last year. What did they do in the off season besides get another quarterback? You know what they did. The Vikings, uh, they resigned their kicker. They did uh, sign uh, Sheldon Richardson. But here's the thing. They paid Stephon Diggs too, right? They paid Stephon Diggs okay. and also Dalvin Cook is back. Dalvin Cook is back. So big don't, thing, don't big thing. sleep on Dalvin Cook. Exactly. Explosive player. But with that being said, the pressure of report, of repeating as the NFC North champions is going to be hard, hard and heavy. Jay Cutler. Not Jay Cutler. <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Same thing. Well, no, don't call well, no, no, they're not, not the same, same thing. They're not the same no, thing. No, no. I'm playing. But, but, but Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Cousins. Kirk Cousins, I have them opening day. Opening day. They're going to be geeked at Minnesota. And if the game is close going into the fourth, Jimmy G will pull off that win. Now, here's the thing about the Vikings. Is after they lose to Jimmy G, they're gonna be mad. Heck, we couldn't. No way we could have lost to the 49ers. And that's the old people don't forget the Niners playing in Minnesota. That's an old school '80s matchup. Joe used to pull it off in the fourth back in the day, you know. And then our new age quarterbacks found a way not to pull it off in the fourth. So it's never really been blowouts over there in Minnesota. Okay. But this is where it gets tricky with the Vikings. They have to play the. The, uh, go to the Green Bay Packers the following week. Right. And they lose. So now it's panic. 0-2. Oh 0-2. Oh oh what are you going to do? Then they go ahead and host the Bills, get a win. Go to the Rams, lose. Oh, shoot. You know, 1-3. But this is where it all gets all changed. Revenge game, NFC Championship, Philadelphia Eagles. At Philly? At Philly. They get the win. It's only early in the season. Okay. It's only five week five in the season. It's way early. They get the win. They get the win against the Cardinals. They beat the Jets. Detroit, New, New Orleans Saints. That game takes you back a couple years. Brett Favre in a, in a Minnesota uniform. Prime time, you know, hosting the Saints. They get the W there. And it takes us back to the catch game, right? Okay. okay it takes us back to the catch game, right? It, it, you know, this year with Stephon Diggs. Then they uh, uh, get the Detroit Lions. After the Detroit Lions, they uh, beat the Bears. 
They beat the Packers. They lose to the Patriots. They lose to the Seahawks at Seattle Monday night. Monday night, Seattle pulls that off. They uh, beat the Dolphins, lose to a division game in Detroit, and beat the Bears in Detroit. I mean, Chicago. There is your 10-6 Minnesota Vikings. 10-6 Minnesota Vikings. So you got Green Bay taking that division. Green Bay. I don't don't know if they have the pedigree Minnesota to return as champions. You know, it was a lot of luck. Because if if, if, if Stephon Diggs don't catch that ball, they're not in that NFC championship. I got you. The Saints are in there. And everything they do is a waste. Because it was almost a lucky, lucky miracle year. You know, it's interesting. We have the same mindset on the Minnesota Vikings. We have them losing six games apiece. Um, um, we have them losing to different teams along that six six loss uh, um, stretch that we both picked them. But I got them at ten and six also. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. And so I I, I think along the way they just will be that ten and six team that. We'll be fighting for a wild card spot, you know, in in the, in the playoffs. Do you the playoffs. have them beating the 49ers? Yes, I have them beating the 49ers week one. Do you have them, uh, let's see, I'm going to pull at uh, the Rams. You have them uh, uh, week four. I have them losing in Los Angeles. Okay, same here. What about that New Orleans Saints game? I have them losing against the Saints also. <clears throat> it's interesting how you get your three losses, three out of six, and how I got my three out of six because I had those at W's. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So whether we came with a ten and six record, those are going to be, the way we feel how they're going to get to that ten and six record. The path is different. Right. Right. Totally different. So it ain't like <laughs> it ain't like we taking a test and looking on each other's sheet. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> exactly. So essentially, what we're saying right now, we're going record. The Green Bay Packers will win the NFC North this year. Right, right. And, 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 and I think what'll be interesting, we'll pull these out each week as all these teams play each other and we'll weigh out how, how we went down the board, you know, less and just see, you know, was it what how did we pan out, you know, versus others that listen to us, you know. Exactly. And uh and, and see how that works out versus we'll do it versus the odds of, of the game. Exactly. You know? Exactly. <laughs> I think that'll that'll work out perfect. So, you know, Sorry, Viking fans, don't trip. You still can make the playoff wild card spot. But this year, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers looks like they have a, a chokehold on that NFC North. We're gonna take a quick oh go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, however, at, at, at you got them at eleven and five and ten and six, anything can can happen right there. So, you know A flip. good luck Minnesota, good luck Green Bay, good luck NFC North. Exactly. Let's take a break real quick. Go ahead. We'll come back and talk the NFC East. This is Ha Ha Told You So. Ha Ha. Do you need a roadmap to make your home and buying experience fun and easy? Well, call Scott Short at Mason McDuffie. As a mortgage professional, he can assist you with appraisals, inspections, and most of all, a quick pre-approval when placing offers on homes strategizing with you the best mortgage product to fit your needs, guiding you each step of the way. So when experience matters, give Scott Short a call right now, 916-997-4828. That's 916-997-4828. Scott Short, Mason McDuffie. 
Call them today. One love, baby. And welcome back, welcome back to Ha Ha Told You So. Uh-huh. We just left off talking the NFC North run. Okay. And the 2018 NFC North champions will be... The Green Bay Packers. And we were in agreement with that. And Cheese is. I have them at 11 and 5. You have them at 12 and 4. With the Minnesota Vikings fighting for a wild card spot at 10 and 6. Okay. But now we're going to talk the NFC East. Hmm. So the NFC East, we know that's the Super Bowl champions. The Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, okay. But go Eagles. before we go Eagles, we're going to start with the so-called America's team. The Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> the Cowboys made a few additions this year. They signed uh, uh, Coney Ely, the de- defensive end. Uh, uh, they signed they signed a tackle Cameron Fleming. They signed wide receiver Allen Hearns. Oh, okay. And they traded for Tavon Austin. Okay. So as we go with these Dallas Cowboys right now, Cowboys finished the season last year at nine and seven. Okay. So that's and they had a four game suspension, right? For with Zeke Zeke Elliott, right? Okay. With Zeke. So you know. Zeke is back. They say, Zeke, they say he looked good. I seen a clip. Okay. Zeke, you know, looked like he's ready to be his personality to dominate the team. You know, they lost Dez. So now you don't have that influence in the locker room right now. Okay. So it looks like this is going to be an Ezekiel Elliott driven team. Now, with the uh Cowboys being nine and seven last year, I changed up a little bit this year for them. Cowboys, I have them at eight and eight, Ron. So down one game, lost a game, an extra game. I have them losing to the Panthers. I have them beating the Giants. I have them losing to Seattle, beating Detroit, losing to Houston, winning at uh, winning uh, versus Jacksonville, losing to the Redskins, uh, winning versus the Titans, losing to the Eagles, losing to the Falcons. They'll beat the Redskins on Thanksgiving. Uh, they'll beat the Saints, another primetime game in Dallas. Losing to the Eagles again, swept in that division. Uh, beating the Col- uh, the uh, Colts, they'll beat Tampa Bay, and they'll lose to the Giants last game of the season. That will get the the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, to an 8-8 eight eight record. 8-8. Eight eight. Okay, okay. <laughs> Excuse me. The Dallas Cowboys, I have them at five and eleven. Wow, five wins. And 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 here's what I got, Les. Uh, week one, losing to Carolina. Okay. Week two, they beat the Giants. Okay. Week three, I got them losing in Seattle. We're on point still. Week four, I got them winning at, uh, against Detroit. We got the same record. I got them losing to Houston. Let's keep it going. I got them losing to Jacksonville. That's where we differ. I got them losing at Washington. We, we agree. Uh, Tennessee, I got them winning when Tennessee comes home. We agree. I got them losing at Philly. We agree. I got them losing at Atlanta. We agree. I got Alex Smith coming in there beating them on Thanksgiving Day. Disagree. I got them losing versus uh, New Orleans. Disagree. I got them losing against Philly. 
Agree. I got them beaten at. I got them winning at uh, the Colts. Agree. I got them winning against Tampa Bay. Agree. And I got them losing against the Giants. Agree. Okay. Okay. So five and eleven. Five and eleven. See, you, 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 you. One of the one of the games is that Thanksgiving game, and I think I think that's going to shock a lot of people that Alex Smith is a different quarterback than what other quarterbacks on Thanksgiving. Day. Yeah, on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> on Thanksgiving in particular. Those, and, <laughs> exactly. That's the, and, and that's Alex Smith, and 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 and, it, and it, those are the kind of ways Alex Smith stands out here and there. His name is always mentioned somewhere along the line. Of just somebody that did something right somewhere in one game, and it's going to be Alex Smith shining for Washington in that particular game. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. So, damn, five and eleven. You got them looking for a, a top seven pick in a draft. It is what it is. Man. So, so you don't think that Tavon Austin and Alan Hearns would make a big difference? I don't think they made a difference on the teams that they was on. Alan Hearns, at least. No. Okay, so what about Zeke? So because Zeke should be ready this year, right? Within there, yeah, but just the same. You 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 can key on kind of guy. You can key on guys too. And all you know is that they have a running game in Zeke, and and I don't see anything coming from that wide receiver spot in Allen Hearns and Cole Beasley and those those guys that they line up. Tavon Austin. I don't see. I don't. I'm 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 not big on on Dax Prescott's ability to quarterback. You know what I mean? There's 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 times when you have to quarterback less in, in in games that you have to win against another quarterback. You know what I mean? And and you're not gonna be able to get get away with the pump fake and the, I'm gonna use my legs or 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 you know Zeke Elliott being your your guy that you can just hand it off to anytime. You lost Jason Witten. You know you didn't get the tight end you wanted in the draft. If I remember, and it was a cat named Dallas, somebody that they wanted in the draft. And the Eagles or somebody picked them before him, before them, a pick before them. They went and got them, so they didn't get the tight end they wanted. I'm not, I'm not sure if Dak Prescott has a scapegoat anymore when Dallas it comes to throwing the ball. And see that, and I think that's you. You actually answered my question because I was going to ask you what is Dak Prescott good for? So out of those five wins, how many of those five wins was he a major factor in? But I, him, let me say, Elliot got four of them. So you giving him one? Yeah. When it comes to quarterbacking, you know, and Elliot might not get his against the quarterbacks. He might get his against another team that like to run the ball. You know what I mean? And 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 and, and, and as I look at it, I I gave Dallas wins against the Giants. You know what I mean? The, the Giants come to Dallas and and they win. You know, against Detroit. You know what I mean. The, we know what Stafford can do. He can win or lose games. So if you, we can, we Elliot can win that game. You know, against Tennessee when they come to come there, Mariota he might get shook, shook up a little bit. You know, Tennessee and Dallas that could be another running game. You know, at at Indianapolis. You know, I'm I'm giving Dallas just that one. You know, and Tampa Bay. You know, it's not really a, a quarterback. Jameis is not all that to me. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. So you have them listed at five and eleven, right? Cowboy fans, I have y'all listed at eight and eight. I think the difference right there. I think we we came to the conclusion the difference on those three to five, uh, eight to five wins, or five to eight wins is that three wins difference is going to be based off of Dak. Right, right. Because I think Dak can give him three, four wins just on the scrap on 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 his play. I'm not sold on Dak all the way, 
but I think he can get him an eight and eight. <laughs> now, but from my from my understanding, that's what what we both agreed upon though is that they will not be in the playoffs this year. No, and I think them not being in the playoffs this year is is. Result of a lot of things. Do you think Jason Garrett's job is on the line? You know, you know whose season? job should be on the line. Who's that? It's the owners, but it can't be. Right, right. That guy right there, I think, is bringing bad karma. Okay. To their team, and that's a whole other subject as well. Right, right. You know, but I think he's bringing bad karma to his team, and that right then and there, when the owner starts speaking too much and putting out demands and so forth, and you know, it's not a good working relationship. And it's going to be interesting to see if that that relationship, that working relationship causes problems. Because some of these guys in the locker room could be taking um, Jerry Jones' response into the national anthem issue mm-hmm. personal. Right. And, it's, you know, you get that mentality. Are you my master mentality? You can't tell me what to do. Right. So, you know, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see if there's a fallout. Are they all toy soldiers? I don't know. But enough for the Cowboys, the so-called America's team. Let's move on to the New York Giants. Okay. Giants finished the season last year at 3-13. and This year, I haven't finished at a better record. What's that, Les? 7-9. Okay, okay. <laughs> Go, Giants. Odell Beckham. Has a, you know he's back this year? They have Saquon Barkley. They um, they picked up Cody Lattimore, wide receiver from Denver. He hasn't done anything yet, but I'm, I'm still big on him. I like him. Um, Nate Solder. They picked up the tackle. They also picked up Jonathan Stewart, so he'll help out Saquon Barkley as far as the running back position goes. But I think this is the last go round for Eli, the rebirth of Eli, and. If they're going to do anything, it's this year. Unfortunately, they end up with a 7-9 record. Okay. Where gotcha. you have them at? I got the Giants finishing this year at 8-8. Eight and eight. Okay. Same neighborhood. Yeah. They, they just, I, I, as I look at their schedule less, I got the Giants pretty much winning and losing every other week. Win one, lose two, win one, lose one, 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 win one. You know what? And it's, it's, it's almost the same with me. That's how I got the Giants. Let me ask you a question, though, just kind of straying away from their record. Odell Beckham. It's all, when it's all said and done, will Odell Beckham be on the level of, Jer- of Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, or... Randy Moss, and we're just starting with those three right now. Hold on, hold on. Let me add an next one. Chris Carter. It, it all comes down to health. It, it comes down to health, and it comes down to after Eli. You know what I mean? Because Odell's going to play many more years after Eli is gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's, it, the, the majority of his go- career is probably going to be post-Eli. You know, so he should, if he get the right quarterback, get the right combination, you know, he should have those numbers, you know, or or, or get better with them, you know, depending upon the quarterback he plays with. But I don't think health-wise, you know, he, he do some acrobatic stuff. You know, he, he can go all out, and nowadays you, you pay for that. You know, it's interesting because coming out of LSU, uh, he early on in the draft process, he wasn't like 
a big. He was. He was. They knew who he was, but he wasn't like the killer name. Right. Then as he continued, it got bigger. But one thing I do remember was they were saying that he had some injuries in his college career. And it kind of comes back to you wonder how much will these injuries play a part in the rest of his career. Does, you know, what makes him so good is that he goes so hard every play, but then when you go so hard every play, do you jack yourself up? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and can you do that consistently? And Jerry made acrobatic plays, but Jerry, you know, it's a lot of times you sell yourself, you sell your body out for a play. Jerry never sold his body out for a play. Jerry stayed on his feet. Yes. Randy Moss stayed on his feet. Yeah, and these cats, you know, you make acrobatic catches and flips and, 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 and dives and stuff that, you know, that causes injury along the way. But as you say, Jerry stayed on his feet. He didn't, he made spectacular catches, one hand grabs on the sideline, but Jerry never sold his body out, you know, in, in, in for none of this stuff. Exactly. You know I mean? And if you kind of think about it, Terrell never did either. No. You know, no. just looking at how their numbers are right now, you know. Exactly. They stayed upright. Right, right. You know, so you wonder how much pounding, if you, you know, how much pounding will it, uh, on, on uh, Beckham's body, you know, how much, what, what, will be, what will be the effect? How much, you know, will it, you know, play a factor into his career, later on into his career? You know, you look at a guy like um, A.B., you know, Anthony Brown, excuse me, Antonio Brown. Mm. You know, um, acrobatic catches as well, but not too much diving. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it kind of reminds me of, I remember we was talking um, teen, years ago, we kind of used this illustration before with a basketball player who consistently falls on the ground. 99% of the time, their career is a little shorter. Those who have defied all odds, they just, they just you know, a different beast. But when you're always on that hardwood mm-hmm. floor, chances are, your body can't take that for upteen years. Exactly, I got you. You know, and I think that's the same with the Odell Beckham case. But it's gonna be interesting to see. But I have them uh, sitting at eight and eight uh, this year. You have them at seven and nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're gonna have interest. I got them at eight and eight. Uh, excuse me, you have eight and eight. I have them at seven and nine. Uh-huh. So it's gonna be, uh, uh, I think, an interesting season. I think their their games, like that Jacksonville Jaguar game. They're going to beat the Jags the first week, and it's going to be like, oh, they're back. <laughs> Jags, you know, because already there's the Jalen Ramsey talk. Mm. He, I'm the best DB. He's the best wide out. Let's bring it on. I think uh, Beckham, the Giants, get that get that uh, W. And the Giants the have a habit of starting the season really, really slow and coming on late. So if the Giants can really get going early, you know, they might be able to change that up to a 9-7 and seven, uh, um, and, and at least argue by the playoff spot. You're definitely right. You're definitely right. It's gonna be, we'll see. You know, is Eli content? It's just you know, is Eli does we know Eli's best career play has been in the playoffs, right? Not necessarily the regular season. So right. it's always with Eli going back to the quarterback play. Got to get there first, right? Seven and nine, eight and eight will not get you in the playoffs. There we go. <laughs> Moment of silence. Yes. Moment of silence. Let's go with the, let's move on to the uh let's do the Washington Redskins next. Okay. The the uh Jay Gruden Washington Redskins, the Alex Smith Washington Redskins. Seven and nine last year. Drafted a a, a, a running back this year, Darius Geis. Okay. Um They have a running back though. They have a couple of running backs okay. back there. 
They uh, uh, re-signed uh, linebacker Zach Brown, picked up Orlando Scandrick, the cornerback, and also picked up Paul Richardson, the wide receiver out of Seattle. From the Seahawks. There you go. Okay, with Alex Smith. With Alex Smith. Okay. And picked up the edge rusher, Pernell McPhee. So, you know, the Redskins, 7-9 last year. I think Jay Gruden will be on a hot seat this year. I have the Washington Redskins going 4-12. Wow. Four and twelve. Wow. Josh Doxson, I'm a fan of him at the wide receiver position. And he's already hurt right now, first week of training camp. But also, I do know this. Alex Smith, you know, Andy Reid did a good game plan last year, and at the end of the year it got caught and got old and got everybody realized what he's doing. But Alex Smith has never been the guy to spread the ball around. Especially to his wide house like that. So Josh Doxson is going to kind of be irrelevant to me. Which comes back to their tight end play. Their tight end play is going to get all the touchdown passes. Their running back is going to get a lot of touches this year. Because Alex is going to audible to their running back. 4-12. and 12, The Washington Redskins will draft their quarterback of the future next year. And Alex Smith will groom him. A.K.A. or a la uh, Pat Mahomes and KC. So what I'm gathering, what I'm gathering right there is that wherever Alex Smith go, he's just gonna start grooming. He's a groomer. Grooming. He's a, there's nothing wrong with being a he's groomer. He's just gonna start grooming quarterbacks along. He's a groomer <laughs> along he's, the way. He is a groomer. Where do you have the Redskins at? I got the Redskins finishing the season at nine and seven. I mean seven and nine, Les. That close? Seven and nine. I got him winning at Arizona week one. Alex Smith can go in there and do that. Uh, Green Bay and Indianapolis, they'll lose to them. Lose to New Orleans. I got a winning Carolina game. I got a winning the Dallas game. I agree with everything you just said so far. I got them losing at the Giants. Agree. I got them winning against uh, Atlanta. Agree. I got them winning against Tampa Bay. Loss. I got them losing to Houston. Agree. I got them winning at Dallas. Loss. I got them losing to Philly. Agree. I got them winning against the Giants. Agree. Losing to Jacksonville, losing to Tennessee, losing to Philly. Exactly, and I I have them losing to the Cardinals, and and, and you know I have them I, technically at at four and twelve. The the games I have them winning is the uh, Panthers, the Cowboys, the Falcons, and the Giants. That's your four. The rest is twelve. Okay, I got you. I got you. You got them winning that Arizona game and that Thanksgiving game, for sure. Well, actually, no. Well, well, at four and twelve, they're losing that. See, I, I said that. You said you have them winning, right? Yeah. I have them losing that. Yeah. yeah. So they lost. They lose four in a row in my in my book. And where is that at? They lose. Uh, they lose every game until they reach to to the uh, Carolina Panthers. Okay, so you got them. You got them losing the uh, Cardinals game. Losing all four. I got them winning the Cardinals exactly. game. Exactly. Then I got them winning the Panthers and the Cowboys. Right, I got that one. Lost Giants, win uh, Falcons. Uh huh. Lost Bucks, lost Houston, lost Cowboys, lost Philly. Win versus the Giants, NFC game, division game, and lose on out. And okay. it's not bad. I it's not that. bad because Jay Gruden. You know, they 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 know that Alex Smith is the groomer. You know, they brought Alex Smith over to be the groomer. Wow. Alex Smith, a.k.a. the groomer. And they will draft a quarterback next year. So, uh, you know, Washington Redskins fans, be ready for the draft. 
Okay. Okay. Be, be ready for the draft. This right here can get you a third or fourth pick right now in wow. the draft. Wow. Third at, or fourth? At the 4 and 12 record. Wow. At 4 and 12. I think them Dolphins got you beat at 3 and 13 from the previous week. But you said, and I think you're going to be tied. It's going to be a coin toss. I told you to be a lot of coin flips this year. Yeah, with, with them Bengals too. Four and twelve. I had the Bengals at four and twelve. I think I had the Bengals at four and twelve, and I had the Dolphins at three and thirteen or four and twelve. One of the two from last week, but coin toss. But now we go on to the Philadelphia Eagles, the defending Super Bowl champions, Philadelphia Eagles. What was their record last year, Les? They were thirteen. I believe I have them at thirteen and three. Thirteen and three, and they lost a the quarterback too, right? Well, they lost their quarterback, yes, and they still retain them. He's back. He's uh he's in the, um in right now in the game action as far as you know coming off that ACL injury you know slowly but surely that's they a good still, record with they, your second string quarterback yes they still have Nick Foles and it happened later on in the season let's get it right though mm-hmm. you know it, it didn't they didn't go a whole season like that yeah, I think Nick Foles started the last five games including the playoffs so right guess, right you know maybe last six but you know from thirteen and three. Mm-hmm. The Eagles will be ten and six. Ten and six. Okay. And you, win you, the division still. Well, yeah, we know they'll drop. We know their record will drop. I'm thirteen and three, so it's hard to go back and get thirteen and three again. You know, no matter what team you are, you just people come to get you next season. I got them at eleven and five. Okay. You know. So, so where was that? Where is that? Um, I have them with. Uh, I got to win in the first five games, five and zero. Oh. Five and zero. Five and zero. Atlanta, Tampa Bay, Indianapolis, Tennessee, Minnesota. Five and zero. I got them going three and two. Those first five. Okay. Okay. Well, there's a differential right there. Then they lose to the. I got them losing to the Giants. You know. I haven't beaten the Giants. Winning Carolina, losing to Jacksonville. Agree. Winning in Dallas. Agree. Losing in New Orleans. Agree. Winning the Giants. Agree. Winning Washington. Agree. Winning Dallas. Agree. Losing to the Rams. Agree. Winning Houston. Lost there. Losing to Washington. Win there. So their path is, uh, to their win losses is different. You know, our path of what we chose. But I think they're, you know, we know with the Super Bowl champions, everybody come at you harder than they come at anybody That's else. right. Now, Carson Wentz probably most likely might not start the season. Might, might not. We'll see. He's not, They held him out from 11-11s the other day. And Nick Foles is the backup still? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, Nick Foles, is he Nick Foles that can do it the whole season, you know, the first five games? And that's where I said with that, they can go three and two. Go to Tennessee, throw that pick. Go to Minnesota, revenge game. You know, because Minnesota just, you know, has so much energy from the catch game where they went over there and they busted everything they had. All they nut was gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think under their system, I think Peterson is just the right coach to make to have Nick Foles win in those games that, you know, there's a possibility that Nick Foles can Nick Foles can be three and two, as you mentioned. But with Peterson there, I think Nick Foles can be four and one or five and two, five and zero oh in those in that stretch. Okay. You know? Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. You know. Peterson is a great coach. Mm-hmm. One thing I I do like about Peterson is that he's detailed. Right. You, you know, you don't really you, when you listen to uh Doug Peterson talk, he's detailed in everything he does. Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, I'm coaching. No, no. There's a reason for everything. And 
when he was higher, it it wasn't a popular hire. Mm-hmm. It was big head Doug Peterson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Big blockhead Doug Peterson. Right. But when you listen to him going, you know, his first press conference, his confidence was so high, you know, and it wasn't that we're going to, and when it is, and this and that. No, 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 no. It was, this is what we need to do. And right. This is how we will. And this is what's expected. And this is how we, you know, it was so detailed to the point where it followed suit the whole season. I just think that coming this, this uh, upcoming season as defending champions, to deal with that target, there's going to be some of those games that they lose where, and I'm not saying blowouts, but just like, ah, we want that one back. But to have the, the Eagles at 10-6, I have them winning their division. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you and what that essentially means, because we haven't got to the other NFC um, West or South divisions, there will, they will host a game. Because they're winning the division. Because they're winning the division. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be hard to win in Philadelphia. Okay. You know, now they're, they're, they're the defending champions. Okay. Which can springboard them. And then anything can happen with that next game in that division. I got you. I got you. So, you know, once again, you know, Philadelphia Eagles fans, your team will win the division. In my opinion, they'll win it with a 10-6 and six record. And Ron has them winning with an 11-5. and 11-5 record. So, what it sounds like is the Eagles will be in the playoffs again. The Eagles will win that division, you know, the way we have it uh, calculated. Um, um, I, I think that covers that, that division less. You know, um, it doesn't appear like anyone else will be getting in the playoffs in that division, you know. You, you know, and here's the deal. It's not saying that they ain't going to try hard. You know, I see the Cowboys and the Giants trying hard. I see, I just see with the Redskins, and, and anything, with 10 and 6, anything can go, right? If I, you know, I have the, uh, the, uh. With, you know, I have the uh, Giants at at seven and nine. Uh, nine and I got the Skins at ten at uh, at uh, nine and seven at seven and nine. And I have the Giants at seven and nine, and I have the uh, the Cowboys at eight and eight. So you know, give or take, anything can happen for those teams. Due to parity, nine and seven could end up being a playoff, a wild card spot. You know, in in one of these divisions. So nine and seven squads. You know. If we got you at eight and eight, hey, you give a, a win, another win, you know, uh, can easily get you nine and seven and get you a spot in the playoffs, at least a wild card spot. You know, ten and six seems to be the top, uh, the spot right now that's going to get you in the wild card race, but nine and seven could be one that gets you in it due to parity, also. Exactly. Yep. So you know that that, that covers the NFC East. That covers the NFC North. You know, you might be mad, you might be glad, you know, it's just only our opinion. But we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back around and we're going to talk our impact players, we believe, per each team. And we'll talk about our, our opinion. We will say, you know, give our uh, choices for who will have, who will be the impact rookie out of that division. Not okay. the rookie of the year, but the impact rookie of, the, of that division. Let's take a quick break. This is Haha ha Told You So. Haha. Ha. saying the better you look the better you play well at combat soccer they have the best choice for all your soccer uniform and equipment needs if you are a coach starting a team a parent or just someone who wants to get the best soccer apparel 
but doesn't know what to get, don't worry. The pleasant people at Combat can answer all the questions you have because customer service is their number one priority. Combat Soccer has two permanent locations, one in Sacramento, the other in Rockland, so you don't have to travel too far. So the next time you need soccer supplies, don't go to a hockey store. Go to Combat Soccer. They are open seven days a week. Check the website for hours. And welcome back, welcome back to Ha Ha Told You So Podcast, Sports Podcast. Ryan, we left off on the NFC East Division winners. We gave their records in our last segment. As we've done last week, we're going to kind of do it the same on our third segment. We're going to talk about who we feel, who will be the impact players. Not the breakout players, but the impact players per team. So, in my opinion, your opinion, we'll start with the Chicago Bears first. Chicago Bears, who will be their impact player, Ron? Um, the Chicago Bears, I think the best thing they put together will be Taylor Gabriel. Taylor Gabriel? Yeah, I'm a fan of Taylor Gabriel. I know, you had him in in your fantasy league a couple times. I mean, you know, I don't really see the Chicago Bears record improving any to, to say they got somebody that just, you know, gonna get them out of that, gonna get them out of that early draft pick, but as far as... Did it, did it, you know, who's going to be on ESPN or who, who's going to have more shine on or on that squad? I think it'll be Taylor Gabriel's going to come through on that squad. See, I had two in mind, and they were between Allen Robinson and Mitch Trubisky. Okay. And I initially was going to go with Allen Robinson coming off the ACL injury. But I said to myself, well, shoot, he, in order for him to get the ball, it has to come from somebody. Right. And that's Mitch Trubisky. So I have Mitch being the impact player on the team this year. And and, and as you say that, I remember uh, Trubisky. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. I remember Trubisky um, um, was going through They got a guy, Dante Inman or somebody mm-hmm. last year. Picked was him it, up. Was it or Inman or was it Thompson? They had a couple they of Dantes. Had, they had Inman. I don't know. The one came from the uh, San Diego Chargers. Okay, that was Inman, I think, at the back end of the year. Yeah, yeah. And he, he came over there and was just shining one for a couple games in a row. You know, mm-hmm. picking up nice 11 catches in one game, I think it was. And eight in another, seven in another. Just catching the ball as a wide receiver that seems as if they were missing on that squad. And it wasn't more of a Trebinsky getting the credit. It was like, dang, they picked up Inman. Now their offense is, you know, they got a wide receiver that's doing things. But Inman is not the guy. I think Taylor Gabriel is going to, a full season is going to take that shine, that that Dante Inman, that that catch, that the person that gets the ball 11 times or can catch eight, seven balls a game. You know, I think that's going to be Gabriel. You know, I'm not saying they'll get in the end zone a lot with Trubinsky back there, but I think Gabriel will catch seven balls for 60, 70 yards a game. Exactly. And they are running a different offense this year. Keep in mind. So it's going to be a little more spread out. Mm-hmm. So they will throw. So, okay. So you have uh, Taylor Gabriel. I have Mitch Trubisky. Uh, Detroit Lions. Who's their impact player in your opinion? Well, from what I understand, you put together and and – Made happen. I'm I'm gonna go with what the addition was is Legarrett Blunt, you know, and 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 I like their wide receivers, 
You know, I like Marvin Jones Jr. and I like uh, what's the name Golden of the Tate. Golden Tate. I like what they bring, and, and the thing about them is that they never bring it on the same night. One does one thing one week, the other does the other thing the next week. You know, if they could, it's like Marvin Jones will have eight catches for 140 yards, and 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 Golden Tate will have two for 19. The next week, Golden Tate will have seven catches for 125 yards, and Marvin Jones will have two for 19. You know what I mean? They just never complement each other on the same night of football. Um, LeGarrette Blunt, I guess, brings a stronger, meaner running game to what they they have for me. You know, and and I, I get exactly what you're saying. When it comes down to it, you know, Golden Tate has his numbers one night, and like you said, Marvin Jones does. Legarrette Bunt, I think, is a great addition, but he's not a every he's he's a red zone guy. So if you, I guess, you know, he would be an impact in the red zone. But I'm gonna go outside the box because they don't they've never had a good running game since Barry. That's like the cursed position. Everybody's always hurt. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go with their rookie uh, running back. They drafted in the second round, Carryon Johnson out of Arbor. Okay, I, I, they have to. Their next level, when we said, you know, we spoke on uh, Matt Stafford, you know, in the Raw Raws out of Matt Patricia, the mm-hmm. two Matts. And I said, in case, unless their defense is there. And I think just to add to that, if their running game is there, maybe they can get out of that. I think I had them at seven and nine. They can get out of that uh, position. So, you know, that's my break. My, my impact player for the Detroit Lions will be Carrion Johnson, the running back out of Arbor. You have LeGarrette Blunt. Also, they, they got Luke Wilson over there, right? They did get Luke Wilson. They okay, got, that's a nice tight end position they that's, picked that's up. That's a good pickup because mm-hmm. they did lose uh, their other uh, draft pick. They had a tight end position. Um, oh, I'm drawing blank Was right it now. Pettigrew? Or? No, no uh, actually, they traded him in the midseason, didn't they? Or in the offseason. I cannot, I'm drawing a, a serious blank right now. Ebram. There you go. Yeah. E- Eric Ebram. Yeah. He's no longer there. Okay. There we go. Good, good, uh, good knowledge right there, Doc. Next one. Uh, breakout, or excuse me, impact impl- impact player for the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Who do you have? Well, the Minnesota Vikings season rests upon Kirk Cousins. I just believe is is he has to be the impact player. He is the one. We know what Minnesota brings. Minnesota plays good defense. Minnesota has two nice wide receivers in Thielen and 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 uh digs minnesota has looks like one running back now or uh, delvin cook you know what i mean and latavius murray and latavius murray so minnesota has a good team their thing is quarterback and 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 they had three last year you know they had three quarterbacks that could start and win games for them last year now it's all on Kirk cousins now they traded all three of them away for Kirk cousins it's on him to be the impact player for the Minnesota Vikings next season. Exactly. Uh, you know, I sit up here and, and I said to myself, okay, I'm a big Dalvin Cook fan. You know, it's one of those deals where, yeah, I think if he didn't go down last year, you know, he would have made a big difference mm-hmm. in those in those playoff games mm-hmm. based off of his, off of his uh, big playability. Now, I said, okay, do I choose him or do I choose the new offensive coordinator? 
John D. LaFlippo, if I'm pronouncing his name right. They lost Pat Shermer to the uh, New York Giants. He called those plays last year mm-hmm. with all those three quarterbacks they got sitting back there. If this new offensive coordinator and Kirk Cousins can't jail, and let's get it right, they're both first-timers in that sense. Okay. John D. has been there before. He was there last year, but if they don't, he, if that coordinator doesn't get him right, then they're instantly really dependent on that defense. And the defense is their stronger point, but I think that their offense was so explosive in certain games where their defense just had to just play shut down when they needed to because the score was high. Okay. So I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook. Because I don't want to put that pressure on the offensive coordinator. I don't think he can do that. You know, it's going to be interesting to see. They haven't won in that division, but that is their big X factor. So the, the impact player from my um, point, of, point of view or my perspective will be Dalvin Cook. Okay. Moving on to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they, they had their few additions this year. We, we spoke on earlier today uh, with Jimmy Graham and Tremont Williams and Muhammad Wilkerson. And... You know, Jimmy Graham's a big impact player. But Jimmy Graham, for me, his years, his best years are behind him, although he will have a solid, good fantasy year this year. But the impact player is Aaron Rodgers. I think they go as far as Aaron Rodgers this year, and that's where I have Aaron Rodgers winning that division. I think Aaron Rodgers needs a good tight end. And I'm going to say Jimmy Graham because as I look at what Aaron Rodgers has worked with over the last couple of years, um, he's really been struggling at that tight end position. There's really been a a struggle right there ever since they lost their, uh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, at tight end position. Bennett, they lost Bennett. They've lost... uh... And it it was Bennett, you know, when when they lost Bennett, they lost an option at that tight end. They went with some guy, uh, uh, James or somebody, and then they had, uh, uh, um, oh, they had a former Rams, uh, Cook over there. Yeah, yeah, Jared Cook. They had him over there. They really lost it at tight end position. So I think a healthy Jimmy Graham's going to give them everything that they need at that tight end position. So I'm going to go Jimmy Graham as the guy that when Aaron Rodgers can look off those wide receiver um, passes and come back to his tight end, I think Jimmy Graham is going to be that guy. So I'm going to go with Jimmy Graham. I know what Aaron Rodgers can do. I, I, I know what he can do. But if Jimmy Graham can get six catches a game, you know, for 80-something yards in 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 in, in Aaron Rodgers' offense, I think that that will be what they need to get them at 12-4. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Okay, that'll cover our um, impact players out of the NFC, uh, <coughs> excuse me, NFC North. Quick, uh, before we go to the NF- NFC East, who is your impact rookie? Who is your, your rookie of that conference in the NFC North? <coughs> excuse me. In the NFC North, mm-hmm. I'm over here looking at all those players that were drafted, and 
I'm going to go with your boy out of Georgia, the linebacker for the Bears. Rokon Smith? Yeah. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. And I, I, I'm going to stay on the defensive side as well. And I'm going to go with Josh Jackson out of Iowa, okay. the cornerback for the Green Bay Packers. He's going to solidify one of those DB spots. So my rookie of the conference or rookie of the division will be Josh Jackson. Your best rookie in that division will be Roquan Smith. Right. All right, moving forward to the NFC East. Easy. Dallas Cowboys breakout player. Impact player, excuse me. Dallas Cowboys impact player? Yes. Alan Hearns? I, I, I don't really have one for Dallas. I don't have Dallas doing anything this year. So, Alan Hearns? Alan Hearns <laughs> would give him the records you gave him. Ezekiel Elliott would give him eight and eight for me. So I'm gonna rock with Zeke. Okay. <laughs> let's move. Let's keep it moving. New York Giants. Who is their impact player this year? Their impact player will be Saquon Barkley. Saquon. Huh? Saquon Barkley. That's gonna be the guy that's gonna make the Giants eight and eight. And I'm gonna go with Odell Beckham. This is his breakout year. Possibly. But I think he he's ready to prove it. Now, will he overexert himself and come up lame? I would love for him to get paid before he has to play this season. I would love to see Odell get a new contract before the season starts, you know. So he don't really have to – he can play calmer, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that he's getting his money. And I, I think that will help Odell. Okay, okay. So I'm rocking with Odell. You're rocking with Saquon. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get move on to the Philadelphia Eagles. Who do you have them as their impact player? Who do you have as their impact player, rather? They didn't do too much this year. They just stick with what they had. So I think Carson Wentz is going to have to be the going to have to do it again. You know, you're going to have to play Aaron Rodgers like football. You're going to have to be that guy. You have to step up. You know, you, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Carson Wentz, you, you, you know, you start talking, though, you got to put your name right in that area. So I think it's Wentz. And I, I'm going to go with what the quarterback always have to rely on um, besides the tight end is that running game. And, I, and I'm going to go with Jay Ajayi. This should be Jay Ajayi's year to – because he came in in the middle of the season last year. Right. So he should be ready. Now, he should be well in depth and versed, you know, well versed into this offense like – he knows it, the back of his hand. So he should know how to do make the proper reads and break for some big runs. Right. So I'll go with Jay Ajayi. You'll go with Carson Wentz. We'll end that. Uh, we'll end with the Washington Redskins. Who do you have them as? Who do you have as their impact player? Their impact player this year, by the way, will be Alex Smith. Alex Smith. Alex Smith is going to make and break the Washington Redskins and and it, Alex Smith can take a team seven and nine, any team in the NFL. And that's what I got him doing this year. And that's what Washington is going to be. That's who their aura or their make is going to be based around Alex Smith. And again, as you say, they will be getting the draft pick and he will be the groomer, you know? And, and, and with that being said, cause you have him at seven and nine, I have the groomers at four and 12 and, I have their impact player being their future, their rookie, their running back draft pick, Darius Geis. 
Okay, I can go. They're going to build off of him. He's going to. He's going to just the same way Alex Smith handed that ball off to Frank Gore. Uh-huh. Uh, he going to hand it off to Darius guys. Okay, run Darius, run, and it's going to set up you know a, 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 a foundation piece for the next rookie they bring in next year. You know, as if Jay Gruden is around mm-hmm. as well. You know, you never know. They might go after uh, Joe Flacco, <laughs> you know, Baltimore over to D.C. Keep him, say Joe Flacco has a bad year. You never know what can happen. Who do you have as your best rookie in that division? Again, I'm going to go with Barkley. And I'm going to counteract with the yeah. impact player for the Redskins, for Darius guys. Okay, okay. Now, you know it's going to be good. Is if Darius Geis has a better rookie season than Saquon Barkley, I guarantee that critics is not going to say give Darius Geis his proper props. They're going to say, "Well, they have too many weapons in in at New York, you know, uh, or they might, you know, there's too many weapons, so you know they didn't need they had a key on other players, or Jonathan Stewart got some more carriers and you know more carries than." You know, even the amount of carries as Saquon Barkley. But I think Darius Geis is going to play with a chip on his shoulder this year so big. That's going to be the brightest thing, the best, you know, the, the, the best look, the best story coming out of Washington, D.C. this year. Okay, okay. I think when we first started this podcasting lesson, we talked about Ezekiel Elliott and Saquon Barkley. We talked about, uh, I think I spoke of, Saquon Barkley being a better Ezekiel Elliott back when we first started podcasting and and I still hold true to what I'm saying about Saquon Barkley this guy is a sure beast when you give him the ball and I I want everybody Giants fans you got a gem right there Giants fans that is the guy that is going to get you eight and eight you know What what if he doesn't live up to those expectations I mean, you know, like, like, no, seriously, like, cause like, you know, Baker Mayfield was, was drafted first, right? But, you know, rookie year, if he doesn't, you know, do good, eh, they're not really tripping. It's the Cleveland Browns. But if Saquon Barkley doesn't live up to those expectations, like, okay, let's put like that. It's not even a big expectation. It's not even a big thing that he have to live up to. Do he need a thousand yards this year? Yeah, because they have the weapons. They have the weapons on that squad. They have receivers and uh, Shepard and Beckham and, you know, they, and and they've got receivers, they got tight ends, they got players on offense. So it's not like they depend on a running game. So he, but but he will get a thousand yards rushing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's what, any team running back should be able to do. If you got one running back, every team should have a running back that can get a thousand yards out of sixteen games a season. You should be able to average eighty-five yards a game. Will he have a better rookie year than uh, than Ezekiel Elliott or the um, the running back down in La La Land um, who just got paid? Gurley. Girly, yeah, I don't even like to give them uh, props now, nah. but you know that's that's the that's the Niners' enemy. But will he have a better rookie year than Gurley or Ezekiel? Because they both had great rookie. They years. had great rookie years, but they don't have to give him the ball as a workhorse like those teams did. You know, they don't have to give it to girl, give it to Saquon Barkley 
30 times a game. Sometimes uh, uh, Ezekiel would get it 27 to 30 times a game, or Gurley will get it in his rookie year 30 times a game. They don't have to do that with him because they got a understanding quarterback already. They have a veteran quarterback that can move the ball down the field without counting on your team's legs. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't need that anymore. So Dallas was built for – Dallas, to me, will always be built the way – uh, Emmitt Smith for Emmitt Smith type players, you know, run the ball down their throat, get linemen that can block for runs downfield, you know. And so I think it's easier to run out of the Dallas backfield, you know, than, than a lot of other teams because they seem to build better players to run block, you know. Um, I don't think you'll have a better rookie season than those guys, but I think he'll win rookie of the year. You think he'll win Rookie of the Year? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll see. He, I know he'll get a lot of coverage. Yeah. We, we will see. So I think that 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 wraps up. You know the NFC East right there. That wraps up the 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 impact players, the rookies. Once again, you uh, you know everyone listening. This is just only our opinion. You know, put your records up against it. You know, let's see who who has the best records, or at least are in the same you know ballpark when it's all said and done. Right. You know, prove us wrong. Uh-huh. Excuse me. You know, get your ha-ha t-shirt. You know, ha-ha touch yourself <laughs> t-shirt. Ron, this is going, I think this will cover our uh, our seventh episode right here. Training camp is going great right now. You know, there, um, there's been a few injuries out there, you know, that on some of these teams. But as you mentioned last uh, podcast, stay healthy. Stay healthy. We, we, we want teams to win by pure talent, pure hustle, pure football, not lose or, you know, win off the basis of another team got hurt. So, you know, we're going to keep following the, uh, um, the uh, training camp right now as we lead um, head into the NFL season. We know that the Baltimore Ravens just had their fir- the first preseason game. And so this week coming follows a lot of preseason games. Right, right. So, you know, this is where it gets, you know, your team gets a chance. You get a chance to see your team play for that first quarter or at least three, four possessions. At least, you know, this is that early part as a football fan, Ron, mm-hmm. that you can still throw it on the grill next week. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you right. can go ahead and throw something on the grill, some links, some ribs or something, you know. And I know my Niners are playing them Cowboys this Thursday. That's right. That's right. Something to be fired up last, you know, me. Beers and brews, beers and brews. Beers and brews, you know it. So I think that'll cover us right here for week, for episode seven. Uh, we covered, like I said, just a recap. We covered the NFC North, NFC East. Next week, we will cover the AFC West and the AFC South. Ron? Les? I think it's time to get out of here. Once again, you guys, I just want to say thanks for listening to us. And, uh... Haha, ha, told you so. Once again, back at you. We'll be coming at you next week, episode eight. We're going to give it to you strong, give it to you the way you like it, and just give us some feedback again. And uh, thank you for listening to us. Once again, this is Haha, ha, told you so. Haha, ha, told you so.